We are here to rediscover who we are. What we have forgotten about our deep self. To dive beneath the surface, beneath body consciousness, and even deeper than soul consciousness, to discover the spirit the Absolute Self that always abides eternally, peacefully, blissfully within. This is our divine essence. And we have come together to discover our divine essence and then to share our divine essence with one another, to create an energy field in which that essence is able to fill everyone with that same power of truth, of love, joy. And so meditation is not some serious business where you have to be very sober and solemn. It might seem that from the outside, but in truth, we are here to rediscover that within us which is always joyous. It's said in every religious tradition that God is love, ultimate love, ultimate bliss, the bliss of overwhelming, overflowing, infinite love. Can you imagine that state? Can you imagine living in that and realizing that that is who you are? That's what we've come here to do. And in that state of love, there is no lack. There's no doubt. There's no fear. There's no illusion of any kind. There's no suffering of any kind. There's peace, acceptance, and a deep capacity to see beneath the surface, even when the surface looks like it's containing suffering or adversity, that behind that, all is perfect, all is beautiful, and we are all one. And to live in that underlying oneness, not the apparent multiplicity, in that space in which there is no conflict. And that wholeness of who we are turns out to be the whole of all that is. Reality is not carved up into individual slices. We tend to think I'm this slice of reality and you're that slice and we have different flavors and we don't belong even to the same cake, let alone part of one reality. But we're not. Those slices are only apparent because there are different bodies but the self is not the body. And once the formlessness of the self is realized, and the recognition that all that is exists within the consciousness that you are, then the body that your ego thinks it is is no more special than any other. 
And once there is a letting go of the identification of a particular form, then all forms are loved. All forms are experienced as divine manifestations. And at that level, all of us are gods and goddesses, avatars, Buddhas, Bodhisattvas, Mahatmas. Are you willing to live in that state? where you recognize not only the divine essence that you are, but the oneness, and therefore the divine essence that all of us partake in. And the realization that at the level of ultimate truth, we are one whole superorganism, not separate. And that we are all in a dance together in the same way that the organs of your body are. You don't make a decision and say, yes, I like my liver, but I hate my heart, or I, I want to get rid of my stomach. Well, some people want to get rid of their stomach, but they want to uh, recognize the wholeness of the body. You need all the organs. You need all of the cells. You need all of the functions. And in the same way, if we want to have a community, all of us are necessary. If we want a world to function, all of us are necessary. All of us are important or we wouldn't be here. And all of us are part of the same body of God. That is what this reality is. So to live in that state means there's no one special. There's no one who is any more important than anyone else. And there is no one who is any less important. So if your ego believes either of those two extremes, then you're in illusion. It's called maya. And when there's no sense of any difference, but you are simply a manifestation of the intelligence and the love of the whole that we are, then you're free of maya and life will be a beautiful dream. And you will recognize that you are the dreamer of that dream. And because you are filling the dream with love and disseminating that love and transmitting it and seeing it and feeling it from everyone else, the dream becomes ever more beautiful, ever more of a win-win for everyone because we are one. And so we're here to let go of the paradigm of win-lose and of opposition and conflict and power struggles and all of the egoic games that have led to the current suffering on our planet. And to create a new kind of culture that's based on this realization of our oneness. So that we can live in love. But to live in love means that we also must live in fearlessness. Because the ego builds up its defenses around its heart because it's afraid that if it loves it's going to get exploited, taken advantage of. It's going to be dealt with in a way that it will lose everything and only fools love, etc., etc. In this very cynical society that we've created, love is a, a threat more than a promise. And people have stopped believing in it. And because that, everyone is dying inside. 
and suffering from the pain of a loveless world. So either we accept the loveless world and the pain and suffering, or we say, no, let's break through this nightmare that we've created, come out of the trance, awaken to our true nature as love, and live it. And not be afraid when love is not immediately returned. But know that ultimately love will dissolve enmity, which is always based on the other's fear that the love is not real and it can't be trusted and I can't let my guard down, etc. And once the trust has been gained and the community lives in that energy field, then that power will grow exponentially and it will invite all of those in the world who are hungry for love or dying literally for lack of love because love is the only power that heals whether from physical illnesses or emotional ones or political ones or at any other level And so the only question is, do we have the courage to love and to receive love, and to open our hearts to the realization that we are that and that's the reason we're here. And through the flow of that love, creativity will flow, the power of true knowledge will flow the wisdom of treating each other with compassion with bodhicitta will emerge and a new world will come into being and each of us must be responsible because each of us is a world unto ourselves and each of us can change our world, that egoic world that's based on the individual illusion, only by puncturing the narcissistic, non-loving bubble, by surrender to the God that is love. And that's what meditation really is. When we ask the question, who am I? The answer cannot come in words because the answer is love. And unless it is felt, not simply conceptualized, then self-realization is not attained. So are you willing to feel it, to be it, to abide in it, and to let the power of love, love that is also truth, dissolve the illusions, the maya, the ego defenses and all of the obstacles to love that you have created thinking it was serving you to defend against non-love but have only created a world of non-love by doing that. So this is the greatest gift you can give yourself and the world which is yourself but it takes the greatest courage.
and perseverance to break through all the levels of barrier, all the resistances, all of the doubts, including the doubt of whether you have any love inside of you, because some of you may doubt that, because you've lived so much out of the range of your own love, largely because you may have been seen in childhood, if you grew up in a dysfunctional family, as not being worthy of love, and you bought into that belief. And in case anyone here suffers from that belief of being unworthy of either receiving love or even of being and realizing that that's what you are, know that all of us are children of God. And there is no difference in the quality of our love when we reach to the real self. There are differences in the quality of the ego, but no matter how good the ego may be, no matter how giving it may be, the ego is always living in a quid pro quo and always wants back some sense of its, its goodness or that goodness will turn into another kind of power struggle. It's conditional. But the unconditional love is the basis of our being. And because our being is eternal, our love is eternal. And no matter what kind of an ego, no matter how healthy or unhealthy it was forced to become to deal with adverse or dysfunctional circumstances, underneath all of that, the love within us is pure and is divine and is the essence of the one God. There is no other essence. There is no other way of being. So start with that realization that you are in your own essential core divine love, the love that is God. There is nothing else that you could be. And don't stop diving within until you reach that love and let it pour out. And then you'll have a blissful meditation. And you'll be able to live in that bliss. Because once it starts gushing out, like the ultimate oil well, this one never runs out. This love is infinite. And it will heal you, and it will heal your life, and everyone in your life. And it's because this is known by all traditions and all cultures that this act of meditative self-discovery is universal. The contemplation of God within, the kingdom of heaven in the heart is known by every religion. But now let's make that a lived reality. by letting that love gush out into our lives and heal our whole planet. Let's meditate.